Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wesley, welcome to the game, man. Thank you. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? 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 Hey, Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. I'm what's good. Or Wes. Sorry, you want to start over? What? <laughs> <laughs> keep that shit in. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the number one podcast in all of Los Angeles. Nice and neat. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We got a very special guest on today's episode. We're going to be doing something a little bit different. By the way, happy Black History Month. And we are celebrating Black History Month with you guys all month long. And we're doing it a very special way. Doing it in a very, very, very special way. Something nice and neat has never done before. We're going to be celebrating it with our partners over at Universal. And we're going to have, for every week of Black History Month, we're going to have another movie. We're going to have a movie that we chronicle that represents black history. And, you know, we talk about how it really affected us and how it affects society. Hold on one second, though. One second, one second, one second. Oh, my bad, my bad. You, you were a little too fast. My bad, my bad. I mean, let's just, let's just give ourselves a, a pat on the back, man. We partnered with Universal, man. That's a oh, big man. deal, Huge. man. Come on. That's a big deal. Nice and neat. The podcast partnered with Universal, man. I don't want that to go over everyone's heads, man. Like, we, we built this from the ground up, man. We partnering with, with big-time production companies, man. Like, this is a... And studios, man. This is a big thing. So, yeah, I, I didn't want that, like... Thank you, bro. I'm proud of that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me not get too too far ahead of myself. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, now we got to celebrate those small wins, man. Amen. Amen. Huge. Huge. And Wes, thanks for being here with us, dog. Thank you. Matter of fact, before we even get into it, before we get into the film that we're going to be talking about today, you tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, Okay. I am a filmmaker, content creator, and. uh, you know, essentially kind of like your one-stop shop when it comes to creating, you know, when brands come to me, you know, I'll either be behind the camera or in front of the camera, uh, kind of executing their, their large campaigns at the end of the day. Okay. That's, that's nice and neat. Short and sweet. Yes. Okay. So look, today, fellas, we got, we have, we sat down and we watched this movie together mm-hmm. and it was, it was an experience. It was an experience. I remember the very first time I seen this film. And I remember what it did to me. I remember 
as soon as I seen the previews, I said, I absolutely have to watch this film. I got to make it to the theaters. That's one, that's one thing about black films when it comes to me. When I see it, I'm like, you know what? I got to get to the theaters and I got to get there first weekend. I have to get there first weekend because on that not too long ago. Yeah, you got to get there first weekend, man, because those dollars first weekend is those are important. First weekend dollars are important, right, Wes? Yeah, super important. Well, why are they important? Well, how about I say that? Why? Well, why are they important? Like, I mean, why, how come it doesn't? How come I can't go the third weekend and it's still not? I think it's really like rights? I think it's really like box office. You know, like that's that's how you get the buzz out. You know, the you buzz. get people going in and you know they're talking about it and word of mouth spreads really fast. It's like, right. oh man, everyone's talking about seeing this film, so it goes into promotion. I got it you. goes into that return of investment. You know, like yeah. it, like I think it even goes into like the projections. Like, all right, this weekend we did this. It's projected to do this. We're gonna get recoup our costs back. First weekend, fellas. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That so. Makes sense. The film we're going to be talking about today mm. is Queen of Slim. Okay. I, I, I look at Queen of Slim as such an experience because of it covers what we got, fellas. We got black love in there. Mm -hmm. We have the relationship that we as black men have with police officers. Yep. Mm -hmm. We have, we're going to get into the soundtrack. I, the soundtrack's amazing. We have, we have I guess, uh, the way that we treat each other. Mm -hmm. I think that's really displayed. We as as, as yeah. black people, yeah. as you know what I mean, like as a culture, how we once we believe whatever we believe, right or wrong, if we believe in it, you know, we'll we're, we'll be there to support. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that was like very clear and throughout this film. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Support, 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 support is support. Let's bro. let's let's okay. Let's chronicle this. First and foremost, I thought it was interesting at just the beginning of the film, oh, right? Yeah. The beginning of the film, they met on Tinder. Tinder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about right? that. Right? Yeah, I did so, forget about that. So they too. met on Tinder. Have you guys ever met somebody on Tinder before? Never. Have you ever had a Tinder? Never. I've never, I, bro, I've never, I've never done the online date at all. Never yes, got a chance to swipe left yeah. or right. Yeah, same. You online, we all online date. What you talking about? Oh, yeah, a DM slide. Yeah, bro, that, that not, nah, bro, not, that's online dating, bro. You've never been on a, uh, a paid marketplace? Mm. But you online dated. You got online you. dating, bro. That, that, that's not what I mean. I never went and said, you know what? I am seeking compatibility, so <laughs> I'm signing up for this site in order to get it. I agree. Specifically <laughs> created to meet people that you want to exactly be intimate with. So part of the reason why this movie enticed me so much from the beginning is because I was like, let me see how this interaction goes. I never seen a, a tender interaction right in front of me. Yeah. So when I seen that, I was like, okay, now I'm interested, right? Mm -hmm. And it was cold. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I don't think it needed to be that way. She was just she didn't like him. She though. was a guarded person, and yeah. I was like, oh man, I would have left. You would have left. Yeah. On the first date, I'm I out of like, here. I feel like it, nah, y'all yeah. wouldn't have left. If, if she was nope. acting like that, nah, y'all wouldn't have left. Y'all would have let that ride out. Them the rules, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You and them right. the rules, bro. The rules. You right. If you ever on the first date, bro, and it's going, it's going horrible. You just stick it out. It sounds good, huh? It's easier to say what you would do looking at someone else's we situation. Like, oh man, I'm yeah. out. Oh, it's easy to say that. Yeah. No, nah, but I actually, nice like, the first time I watched the movie, bro, I thought, like, I was more just enamored with the story, right? Like, just the whole story of, you know, they, um, he killed a cop on self-defense, mm -hmm. and they got away, just the whole journey. But when I went back and watched it another time, I really got to just look at just the interaction between, um, you know, 
did we even Queen and Slim? What's the, what are their names? That, that's that's Queen. that's what they refer to them. As. Yeah. They never actually say no, the they, name. No, they said the name. They said at the end. At the end. They said the name at the end. After 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 when the cops say that they found the name at the end when they found them. Whatever. Let's just call them Queen and Slim. But like the interaction between the two, right? I started paying attention. And finding like real life commonalities and and you know things that happen between black men and black women, right? And some certain things were like struggle areas, and some some things were like okay, yeah, those are flourishing areas that happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that I identified early on was like I wouldn't say that she didn't necessarily like him, but like you said, she was guarded, mm-hmm. and that maybe comes from a history of just being hurt, right? And it made me think about like how many black women go into dates or go into situations kind of wanting to actually be open, mm-hmm. but can't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I was like the first in millennials, like, oh, okay, that's that's a real life situation. When you really like look at the, at the movie and just kind of really dissect every scene, you start finding things that's happening in the real life that you didn't think about the first time, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it gets into like, you know, the really, really meaty stuff um, and just throughout the movie, I, I kept finding different things there and there. And then, then we get to the police scene and, you know, it just goes from there. Isn't it weird that when things were just as fluid as they could possibly be at the, the initial Tinder date, she was she was uh, like closed off, didn't really want to speak much. But the second like bullets start flying, she had so much to say. Even before <laughs> the bullets started flying, she, you know, she's already a defense attorney and she's upset because her client's getting the death penalty. So that kind of sets the premise of like what type of person she is. So she's coming off of having a bad day. Mm. But then, mm-hmm. you know, when we're inside the car, you know, her, you could see her just kind of like building up, like just like, yo, this is, this is unnecessary. You're, you know, I'm an attorney, like, this is some bullshit, you know what I mean? So I think, um, you know, just watching her like slowly unfold in that and just kind of. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Go back to her point that that kind of like theme stated early on. Um, I think that was important to see. And then, you know, like just kind of like, the, you know, us, we could see ourselves in that driver's seat. We already know that when it, that anxiety feels like when we see the lights behind yeah. us. It's just like, fuck, man. All right, I'm doing everything slowly. Where Daniel fucked up was like... I was trying to think of how many different ways he could say, could you please hurry up? I would probably wouldn't say, can you please hurry up? I'd be like, you know, how much longer? But he was like, can you please hurry up? I'm like, oh, nigga, how did you say that? You know what I mean? I was like, damn. Even but though see, it's a real thing. It's you a real thing, that. though, but like, we wouldn't say that. We wouldn't say, can you please hurry up? So let me. We, we wouldn't say that, bro. Let me let me tell you guys. You want to say, can you please hurry up? You wouldn't say that to the police. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you guys Right? We're also saying that in the comforts. Of southern, sunny Southern California, right? I, I would never li- say that. I looked at, <laughs> look, <laughs> listen, listen, that. fellas. I watched the behind the scenes. I watched the behind the scenes, and in that scene, they wanted us to feel how cold it was. They're in, it's it's freezing cold. It's actually actually when they filmed it that day, it was below freezing. So below freezing is thirty two degrees. It's below 30, 30 degrees, right? 
And when he was outside of the car, he legitimately, it was like, yo, it's cold out here. It was actually directors who were on the film who was like, yo, it's so cold out here. I can't even be out here for this scene. So when he said, like, could you please hurry up? It was like, yo, like, I just want you to have some empathy for me. And that was a real symbolism of our relationship with police officers. It's like, yo. Just come on, man. You can still do your job with me sitting in the car. Yeah. If you're going to give me a ticket, give me the ticket. But I'm trying to tell you to hurry up because there's nothing in these boxes, bro. I already told you it's shoes in here. You already going through my shit without a search warrant and all that. And like you said, he stammered to say it because it was like, I don't want to say it, but I am cold. And I just want you to be humane for a second. Yeah. Right. Could you please hurry up? Yo, but what at what point though do we kind of does it click to say to to think like okay, there's something about this cop, right? This ain't a, this don't I don't know how long like how many times he's been pulled over, but you kind of get the sense that yo, there's some, you know, injustice going on right now, right? Yeah. It's, it's just like jump, man. yo, it's like yo, like for whatever reason I don't feel safe right now, mm-hmm. right? And I feel that through his tone, through what he's asking me. Right, I just feel that I, then, and right now I feel like anything I say could trigger him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I don't think we have to live like anywhere to understand that. Right? And I would say like we live in California. I think you know, for us, most people out here probably aren't as afraid of cops other places. I feel like the fear factor kicked him in for him the moment he came to the window. Well, nah, the, minute the well, lights I came say, on. I, I want to say yeah. I want to say the fear factor didn't kick in, but like everything is like in, in, in that moment for, for me, right, it's like, yo, like, I'm not going to say nothing crazy. Because I know he on edge. Yeah. Yeah. I just know he's on edge, right? And you just know, like, anyone with authority, they just can't wait to abuse it. Yeah. You know? and, and I, I feel like he was in that situation. He just couldn't wait to abuse it. And he, he took the opportunity. For sure. But I also feel like, too, it's like, it's not about what we say. It's how we say it. Like, we know that just from the experiences with our women. Now, I know authority is a lot different. But, like, even saying... Hey, officer, it is a little cold. Do you mind if I wait in the car while you finish searching? Regardless of what he says, like, he could have said it a different way. You know what I mean? To make mm-hmm. the officer well, not he feel... Said, he said, can you hurry up? Can you hurry up? Can, no one want to hear can hurry. Can you hurry up? <laughs> Nobody want to hear hurry. You know what I mean? Hurry yeah. is like demanding me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where it's like, if I'm just like, hey, you can continue doing your job. I get it. But like, can I please just sit inside? It's really cold it right matter? now. Yeah. What, his tone? No, that officer was looking for something regardless. He, he was yeah. looking for something. He was yeah, looking, he was for, looking something. for something. But even with him looking for something, I still think there's always a better way to say. But you know what? The girl was also egging him on as well. Y'all always doing this. You know, <laughs> oh, okay, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he like, he's like, what'd you say? You want to say? No. You want to say it again? I'm not talking to you. Like she, she was already egging the situation. So what are, well. what are, what should we have? If we're the man in that situation, what, what do we do? I think we do we do tell exactly the woman to be quiet? Yeah. Like, How? Yeah, yeah. You like, don't. You he, can't get involved he, he, right he, now. Because hey, hey, you won't. Right now, like, I can hear you, and the way I. Hey, listen. I'm out here, and it sounds to me like you exacerbate. This hey, listen. I know, I know your intent, but it just sounds like you're making it worse. Yeah. Hey, if she if she just breathed heavy, she's like. You yeah. already know what she's saying. It's like you don't you gotta know? say everything. And that's yep. Yep. But then, but check this out though. The dynamic though between them was new. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'd be yes. different yes. if she viewed him as a leader. Yeah. Now, if it's someone that's that knows you, and you say, "Hey, yo, babe, listen, just get in the car." She's probably just gonna have to be forced to just listen to you. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think in that in those cases, it'd be different. Yeah. When the movie opposite it just met. So it's just like, yo, like I don't know his capacity to lead or make decisions. Yeah. You know so what I mean? I'm gonna say this is this is this is a story of black love, right? Do you feel like that scene in the beginning, those scenes were anything that kind of showed each other each other? Like that showed them them. Do you feel like that brought them closer? Yeah. Do you feel like they they became they fell in love because of circumstance? Definitely because of circumstances. I don't even you think mean, they fell in love. You mean like they you did. mean you they, think I so? Mean, I mean, like y'all was, think they fell in love, bro? They was only on the run for three, four days. They, we talking about a girl you met on Tinder, nah, fam? Come, come on now, yeah. Come on now, y'all. There was one. There was. It was on the road too. Yeah, eventually, especially like with the last line, you know, like I want to be your legacy. You already are. Yeah. Done. You know, like he's, like they've they've already committed themselves to each other because they're, because of the circumstances. You know, like if they had a choice, to like not die and go their separate ways maybe it wouldn't have worked out but they they made the decision to stick together um and then they ended up you know falling in love and you know i feel like at the end of the day this film is about peeling back the layers of vulnerability you know Mm. amongst each other you know she became vulnerable uh you know she was hardened he softened her he was uptight he became loose you know like Mm. the scenes when he's Mm. leading out the car and you know kind of like taking these chances you know i think at the beginning of the film I was I was irritated with her because he was compromising his morals out of based on her fear, you know, wow. throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, yo, what the hell, bro? Like, what? Like, if you know, I wanted to see how he would get into a situation, get out of the situation. So when they first, she's like, let's go. He can't even think. He's like scared. She's like, let's go. You know, grab the gun. They're gonna they're gonna kill you. He didn't get his ID. He didn't. You know, he didn't try to stop the camera. He was just flustered and then when he was pulled over to go to his family's house i was like all right bet he's like nah fuck this i'm pulling over and then she convinces him again based on her fear and he's she's like yo you bring them in on this you're compromising them and he's like fuck you know so now her fear is the driving force that sets him on this journey you know what i mean and like he's not making any decisions for himself so when he finally says I'm making an executive decision because they're just kind of aimlessly going. Well, he is making decisions. He's making bad ones. He's making bad ones because because you have a choice in everything that's that's True. going on. He True. has he has a choice. He has an opportunity to make a choice throughout the entire film. In yeah. every moment, he just chooses the wrong one. Now, does that yeah. talk? Does does that like kind of speak to the type of man he views himself as? He's very or? passive. He's a he's a passive guy. You know, kind of keep his head down low and just like, hey, you know, let me just go with the flow of things. You know, so. When someone that's, you know, she's like super alpha and super like, mm-hmm. yo, we need to do this. He's like, fuck. But does he go with the flow, though? Because yeah. he set the plans. He, the reason why they're at the diner is because of him. Which diner? Oh, the first. Oh, the yeah. opening scene. Yeah, that, but that's, that's, that's just kind of set That's up. real minor stuff, though. Like, uh, yeah. That's real like that's just standard. Steak. I think for, for him, I actually got to see him. I felt like in the beginning, like you said, he, I was getting mad at her because of his behavior. But his behavior doesn't. Her getting me upset doesn't exclude his behavior. Yeah. And I think I was able to literally watch him go from a boy at the beginning of the movie to where, you know, it's like, okay, you're peeling back and you're like, okay, you're not really a decision maker. You're not really controlling situations to where as the movie progressed, he turned into a man. Yeah. And a lot of that, back to what you were saying, as far as they were uncovering things about each other, I feel like she helped turn him into a man yeah. through that process. She challenged him. She challenged him in yeah. ways he's never been challenged before. He still, he still was living at home. At what, what, what point does that 
happened in the film. Where she, where he opens up? Or well, when, they, when he makes that transition to... When he starts making transitions? Yeah. So when, I feel like it's the, 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 the blue spot. I was going to say, when, it, when, when, they go dancing, when he said, hey, yo, let's take a stop. And she's like, yo, what are we doing? He's like, let's just take a stop right quick. Let's take a stop right quick. And moving, to, moving forward to that part of the movie, I really enjoyed that part. I hated that they stopped. I feel like they stopped way, stopped too, way much. too much. Same. Right? Same. But in stopping, it was, it was uh, very symbolic of like an underground railroad. That's, that's what they called it. That, that spot was called the underground. Real shit? Yeah. It's called the underground. Like this, this film. He paid attention to be... a little. Di- he's the director, so <laughs> he pays attention a little different. Uh, Melina and everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, Lena said this is kind of like modern day underground railroad. So like even even um the scene where they were under the floorboards. That's what they did to smuggle African Americans up to Canada. They hide them under floorboards like that. Wow. So. I, I know you was kind of going somewhere, but I, I just kind of want to ask Wes a question yeah. about like what what are some things that you caught watching the film that the average person wouldn't catch because you are a director yourself. Um. What are some things? Um, I guess you know I was really irritated at the horse scene. You know, I feel like a lot of the stops they did throughout it were were unnecessary. Like the sec, the first act was so strong, it got us into the film. You know, it's anxiety, this chase. It's like, yo, we're on the run. And then after, after, um, after they got through that portion, after they stole the cop's car, everything slowed down for like majority of the film. So mm-hmm. when they stopped to get cheeseburgers, what in the back of the truck? And then they hit the dude. Oh, and, man. and I was like, I'm like, all right, wait, where is this going? Then they got time to stop at the hospital. I'm like, we're on the run. We got to go. So they, they took away that anxiety and fear to mm. show uh, how we're meeting people in different walks of life mm. throughout the film. Mm. And, and everybody, so if you notice, it's just, it's car driving moment to meet someone. And either they're with, you know, they're with it or they're not with it. And the thing that's unique about that is, um, I thought it was interesting to see how our heroes view themselves versus how other people view them, you know? And that's just, that's something Mm. that goes on into like real life, you know, how we view our heroes versus how they view themselves. Like people could be at the top, but feel very low about themselves. You know, they feel low about themselves throughout, but then everybody else is like, yo, you guys are are killing it. Yeah, power to the people, Mm -hmm. man. So that, those are things that I noticed. So I, I will say, right, in the stopping, what I was able to pick up from that, the horse, uh, just grabbing a cheeseburger, um, having sex, right? Mm-hmm. It's, every time they stopped, uh, the, juke jo- the juke joint, it was, they were searching for moments of freedom in, them to, in, the, in their, their running. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, I just want to, I want to feel what just a normal moment would feel like in this moment of chaos. Mm-hmm. So when they went to, we'll call it the Underground Railroad, when they went uh, to, the, to, the, to the spot, mm-hmm. and he was like, nah, like, come on, let's just go in here. Like, he was like, yo, like, let's just kind of like have a, like a second date, right? Let's kind of have like a second date. So when you say like, did they fall in love? He was still, now, now they on the run, he kind of like looking at her and paying attention. He's just like, you know what? 
I do want to kick it with her though. Mm -hmm. I know we on the run, but I do want to kick it with her. So like, let's have a second date, right? And they go in there and they like, she's like, let's let me get a drink. Cool. So he go order a drink, and I thought it was super dope how the bartender was just like, hey, yo, it's on the house. He's like, what? She was just like, yo, like, hey, we know who you are in here. She's like, look around. And you could just kind of like see people tipping their cap at them, you know, and like th they were safe. You good here. Yeah. In that space, they were just, they were safe. They had to keep going on a run. So I, I, I appreciated that symbolism of like, yo, this is a moment, but like, we got to keep going. I felt yeah. like that was real. You know, I felt like, you know, based on what had happened, like, black people would actually be like that like you're safe here you know i don't think they would be fearful of them it's like yo we saw the video you're safe here we know that you got shit going on like you good and that's that's what i was saying that's what i meant by support throughout the entire film like when they pulled up to, when they stopped to get cheeseburgers because they were hungry and they hit the dad they had to take him to the hospital he was tripping he was tripping right tripping. he was tripping, tripping though right tripping. but what does he say when he gets in the car Man, y'all really on some Bonnie and Clyde shit, yeah. right? It's it's almost cop like killers. cop killers. Yeah. He's supporting it, right? He gets out the car. He, hey, uh, matter of fact, just drop me off right here. Yeah. Shit, his camera's up there. Let me go. I'll walk the rest of the way. Yeah. He throws the black fist as he's walking, yeah. right? The moment where they go into um into the the, the underground railroad. Right? <laughs> it's called the, the, it's it's called the underground guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called the underground guys. <laughs> underground. Okay. Right, okay. The the bartender tell him, "Hey, you're safe here, right?" Yeah. Or even going to um her uncle's house, get him giving him giving yeah. him cash in the car, right? Or them going to homie's house where they hide underneath the in, underneath the bed. Like mm -hmm. throughout the entire film, it was like, "Yo, even though I know this shit isn't right, we stand behind it." Right. And it's like we're, we're giving support for something that we believe is wrong, mm -hmm. but part of us still believes part of it is right. Yeah. And we stand together in unity on that. You know what the I mean? Mechanic, he wasn't with it. So what? The mechanic wasn't with it. The mechanic. He was like 500. And, and, and then so then it goes to show you that, like, once money get involved, some people will turn our back on each other. Mm. He didn't, right. So he, we're all down yeah, to support. He, yeah. We're down to support one another. Until money gets involved, then it becomes a greed thing. I didn't look at it. I, that's an interesting viewpoint. I didn't look at it like that. Because um, he said, he said, like, I don't agree with y'all. You know, I agree with you doing, but, you know, you got to get to where you're going, you know, but you still got to run me my money, you mm -hmm. know, like, so I don't. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll, that's So it's not point. like he was against it, though. Yeah. He, I mean, he was. No, he, he, said, said, he, said, he, said, he said, I, I don't, don't agree. agree. But he's like, no, I'm not going to turn y'all in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't agree with y'all, but, like, y'all still black people. Yeah. Right? But you're, since y'all here, though. I'm still a businessman. Yeah. You know, I still got to run my business. So he's really impartial to it. Okay, fella. So that was a good halftime. I appreciate that question, dude. Oh, man, man, for real. We, we're going to continue to get into this controversial film. We got What's Good on set with us today. We're talking about Queen and Slim, a Universal Picture film. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to shout out Universal because they do one thing really well. They really acknowledge uh, black voices, black stories, um, and, and they listen and they, and obviously black dollars matter, mm -hmm. you know? So that's, that's, that's one thing I really do like about them, but let's talk, let's continue to talk about this controversial film. One thing I, I seen in the film that was super interesting, which kind of was a switch towards the end of the movie was at the beginning of the movie, I felt like she was more Malcolm X and he was more Martin Luther King, mm. right? He was more passive. Mm -hmm. He was more, let's follow the rules. Like, we can get what we need to get done just by essentially following the rules. She's like, nah. 
Like, no, that's not By what we need means. to do. Mm. By any means. <laughs> they're going to respect us respecting us. Yep. That's, that's how she approached every single situation. Yeah. And it felt like by the end of the movie, he was he was on that Malcolm X train, bro. Yeah. You know, and it was it was just interesting to be able to see them go back and forth like that with each other. It was a particular scene um, when they kind of was like, you know what? We like each other. We like each other. They got to the point to where they um, they consummated their relationship. They, they the, the major sex scene of the movie. It was the major sex scene of the movie, and I thought it was interesting. And you as a director, mm -hmm. they did something that was super interesting. They didn't have any, any audio on the sex scene, but they had another scene going on, and I want you to break that down for us. Oh, yeah, they, they had the protest, and the protest, I, I personally don't understand the messaging there between the protest and the sex scene, you know, uh, you know, we're in a world like they didn't have any self, they didn't have cell phones on them, you know, and they established that early on. So like, it goes back to my point of how they view themselves versus how the world sees them. You know, they're, they're being vulnerable with each other. This is that, that moment where they're just like, yo, like I'm giving myself to you. You're giving myself to me. Consummate. Um, <laughs> but the, the, you know, the, anger and the you know the juxtaposition of that protest scene was was just odd to me and you know the choice to have the you know junior the black kid you know be inspired by them and then you know go up to a cop and then shoot them shoot shoot a black cop at that I just did not get that I don't I don't yeah, understand, I understand that at all. It either I was like, like you know you know what I, I this is what she said Lena had said that uh all you don't see the you don't see the person you just see the uniform, and I still you know, I I saw a black guy. <laughs> I did too. Uh, you know, I hate it. I hate that's actually my worst the worst scene in the movie. To yeah, me. I hated that because in what household are we ever do we ever talk about killing cops regardless of what happened in the movie in the yeah. film, right? And and in Queen of Slim's situation, you you're never we never that's never been part of the game to yeah. say hey. We're gonna go blast this cop in his face, let alone a black cop. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I didn't understand it. Yeah. It was very confusing, and it's also not realistic. Yeah. It's not realistic for a young black boy to walk up to a cop and shoot him in the face, like, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I, th yeah. I thought it was super controversial. I, th I thought even before that scene happened, the rhetoric around cop killers, cop killers. I thought that was very controversial in the film, and you know, it, it's it's what made me. Essentially kind of continue. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You to watch to where I'm like, hey, yo, okay. cop killers like, like we embracing it? Yeah. yeah okay. It, it kind of it was just like, okay, how are they going to maneuver through the story? Because even as the story develops... And even there was just like, yo, y'all on some like Bonnie and Clyde stuff. Like Bonnie and Clyde were criminals. Like these two people were not criminals. Yeah, at all. So it was, it was, that was controversial to me. You know, to see like them compare them to criminals. Well, what makes them different from Bonnie and Clyde? I'm about to say that like, cause. There's cause no difference. Were cause even, even if they so were they. They weren't. Every, so you, everyone didn't know the story. Some people, yeah, yeah. Like, people think that all black people just 
was like, nah, they didn't do it. Nah, mm-hmm. some people, some black people probably like, you know, nah, y'all did it, but mm-hmm. we gonna support you because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I was, so like, it don't matter if you're a cr- criminal, like, yeah, like yeah. you could find good. Some people can find good in that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the Bonnie and Clyde comparisons come from. Yeah. You know? What makes them different from Bonnie and Clyde though? Bonnie and Clyde were robbing banks and they were actually criminals. They were yeah. committing crimes across the country. The only thing Bonnie and Clyde like with them is they were on the run, you know, like that, that's it. That's, that's the only commonality yeah. that they, well, they, they, kill, they killed the cop. Yeah, no, I understand that, but that, that's, that this is, this is coming down to perspective. You know what I mean? Like they know the truth, but they feel like their truth ain't strong enough. So they got to run, you know? So that's, that was kind of like the now, driving. Bonnie Clyde making conscious decisions. To go like Italian job yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like we about to get you. <laughs> and yeah. that, and that's that's why I just felt like that was kind of that was kind of dangerous to use that rhetoric around it because it's like like you're saying like what what's the difference between them and them like they weren't criminals so now if you create the the narrative that oh they're like Bonnie and Clyde in your head automatically as you're receiving it you're like oh they're criminals too you're not even considering that it's a possibility that they're not but that you see how the news spun it you know the news spun it like yo they're on the loose they're armed and they're dangerous that's the that's what they said not knowing the full story you know it's just kind of that's like, what this the news do so I, I mean I th- I think it's interesting that they use like you know the inspiration was you know you know, Tamir Rice, he went through, um, Sandra Bland, like those are the inspirations behind this film. And, you know, I think Jody's character, she's supposed to represent, you know, the black woman that went through that, that thing. So it was, it was like, kind of like a nod to them. And, you know, another thing that was, I want to go to the end. I'm I'm about to go to the end. My bad. No, no, no. Take us there. there. Okay. He said, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Take us there. Um, like there was no, like they built us up what what they did that I thought was great was they built us up to seem like everybody outside accepted them, you know until the end, you know, and we see the betrayal, you know we see how how he was uh betrayed by the by the rapper guy I forget forget that character's name, and how it ultimately ended in in that death and there's two things about that death one one of the things that they did in this film was the only person that ever got hurt was the was the girl she got shot in the leg she broke her arm out the window and then she got shot in the heart he didn't get shot once and uh i thought that was interesting just kind of like her taking on on those those scars Mm. uh the other thing was um him picking her up and pushing forward was like um what did they compare that to i forget what they compared it to but this was him like take let me see i wrote in my notes sorry like a sacrificial thing or something like that it was it was um hold on it's a director okay it was it was the mess the message then was like symbolizing standing up and pushing forward like yo like i'm i'm gonna walk through this fire you know regardless you know like even though she's not here this is my legacy i'm still gonna push forward no matter what they say um so that's what you know i thought that was interesting at the end i i thought that ending it couldn't have gone any better you know, like I, I wanted them to escape, but like seeing those, you know, seeing them like have that glimpse of hope, like, oh shit, they about to be out. And then the cop cars coming at the end. I was like, oh shit. Mm. I want to come back to Buddy. Which one? Buddy who, Buddy who, 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 who ratted them out. Essentially. That goes back to O's point. You know, right. About the bread. I thought that, that part 
was so discouraging because it was the closest thing to symbolism that I could see. Like, you know what? It's some money on the line or I could help one of mine. Let me take this bread. Because I don't know him. Because I don't know him. I'm half a meal real quick. Yeah. Shit. He, I, don't, he, I don't look. I'm not looking out for my con. I'm looking out for the people that I know. No, he looking out for himself because he said, "I always feel like someone trying to kill me." He says it in the car. Like, he does. Shit, man, I always feel like someone trying to kill me. Um, and he 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 passes the blunt like the olive branch. Like he he played us. He played hey, us. Hey, what percent of black people you think making that decision? What decision? Mm, that's a good question. Like the decision to give. Fugitives up for five hundred thousand dollars because that was the number, right? Five hundred thousand. Yeah. No, nah, not I just fugitives. Rephrase that question again. <laughs> you you, like you what, said it what, right. Like what, what percentage? What percentage of black people you think would make that decision to give them up to the cops? Like, I'm real life. Question. I would probably say more than half. I'm gonna say eighty-five percent. Yeah, eighty-five percent. Eighty-five percent of people, bro. So that's a that's a good percentage. I, I give it an eighty-six. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna. What you say? I say around eighty percent because our circumstances. That's sad. Yeah. You got to look at our circumstances. It's like yeah. you know, like we come from a lot of us is in really bad circumstances, and like when we in those circumstances, yo, anything that's gonna help us get out of them or progress a little bit whether it will or not we're gonna probably take those chances you know especially like you know how many how many people walk around and say man i don't know them yeah they made my that's not my family yep mm-hmm. even family you probably give up yeah it's a lot of people that get their family up so if, if you say if you walk around saying i don't, I don't know them they make my own people you got a price you got a price you got a price you got a price i mean historically yeah. historically black people have always price. had a price had a price yeah you know and that's I think that's the that's the super unfortunate part, and that's the part that will always hinder us from moving forward. Because if you're saying I'm not willing to sacrifice in order for us to get ahead, but I'm willing to do what I need to do for me to get ahead, we'll, we as a people are never going to get ahead. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. And for me, when I seen him do that, it was like that was so real. Because that right there is the narrative all the time. The officer lifting up the gate, like that's like, oh man, go ahead, and we and we look at it and we be like, oh man, I'll do that. And they kind of strung us along, like, oh, give you a couple of drinks, oh, I'll give you that. Okay, cool. Now, now, would you turn down five hundred thousand? That's different. That's different. And that's now, when shit now it's like that's when shit changes. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. abandon like that black. It's, I mean, it's hard to abandon like what what just what just makes sense for you. Yeah. But look yeah. at all all of these things. This is probably this lady's bar. So she like, you know what? I can give some drinks away. This is still coming out of her pocket, right? right. This is this man's job, the officer. And he was like, ah, I'm willing to lose my job for this, but it's all good. But when you see that cold, hard cash in your face. Don't forget the mechanic. The, the mechanic, me- mechanic shows it kind of just The mechanic was like, okay, cool. You know, I, I do the job. I ain't going to turn y'all in, though. I do the job. And I'm charging a full price. And I'm going to charge you a little extra because you want me to expedite the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But then, you know. You see that cold hard crazy. cash in your the, face. The mechanic is actually the turning point. Like, it, and when mm. shit started to change, and you started to see, oh, well, everyone doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. That was right? the first time we saw that. That was the first time we saw that, and then Buddy turns him in. Yep. Well, I think it's important to understand that all black people don't have the same agenda. True. We know all I mean, at the same time. Black black people. The thing I like about black people is we're just we're so multi layered. You know what I mean? We're not. We're not what you see. 
you know, ever really, you know, like especially finding out like what, what people are actually into. And I think, I think this film does, it not really do a big job at like showing like how, how layered we are. Like everyone was kind of like, I got you. you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. but there's, there's so many different layers to us and so many different personalities. I feel like, you know, I feel like the film could have taken, I feel like the film should have kept the pressure on of us being chased, even in the moments of trying to relax and like enjoy this ounce of freedom that we have left. Right. You know, I feel like that, that would have kept, you know, that would have kept the anxiety going from that first act. Like, oh shit, it's on, you yeah, know, like, like th- that, like, what that f- cop what killer is- part was in the trailer, you know, like, it's like, oh shit, they're on the run. They might mm-hmm. have a shootout with some cops, you know, but they want none of that. Like, get your goofy ass off this, 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 uh, horse. Yeah. What are you doing, The bro? horse scene, I was like, like <laughs> get off this the horse. Another scene I hated. I hated the horse. I hated the horse scene. I hated when she when she got out the floorboards. I was like, "What are we talking about right now? We're being chased." Yeah, when she when she said, "I'm getting out this this floorboard. You can stay here," and then she proceeded to jump out the window. What? See, and and, I mean, to your point, if you're saying that you wanted to keep the hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. The pressure. I feel like that's what she was trying to do. Yes, she, she was kept... trying to keep. She was trying to keep that intensity, that anxiety. She was embodying the anxiety of, "Hey, yo, I'm on the run. I'm trying to get she away." Took us to the hor- I know oh, well, at that point, yeah. I know we could sit back and be like, "How she jump out the window?" But I ain't never had the entire country of cops after me. True. So a second story floor window, I could see the ground. Oh man, I'm gonna have to make the leap. The I'm not going down the stairs <laughs> when I know they're outside. And she said, "You want to dive?" Soften the cushion with your landing by bending your knees. And <laughs> she didn't do none of that. Mm-hmm. She, she broke stiff naked and like, all. I was like, hey, oh, man. I mean, this is this is coming from NFL athletes and a judo champ. So <laughs> so you guys, you guys She gotta be able to fall and roll. Yeah, a little yeah, hard on her roll. right now. You're a little hard on her right now. But as far as as far as getting to the end and mm-hmm. you know, when you said the part of I wanna be your legacy, mm-hmm. and he was like, You already are. Mm-hmm. That was, that made me understand again, unfortunately, why the little boy went out and he shot the cop. I know it was a black cop, but he continued to tell them, I want to be remembered. I want a legacy. I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered forever. And in that, like this whole movie was like about legacy. But like you said, they were in it, so they didn't see it. Mm -hmm. They didn't see like, yo, we're going to be remembered forever. They're just trying to get out. They're trying to get to this plane and get out of here. They're not trying to be remembered forever. Even even that, though, like they the thing about them is they obviously this film was a series of dumb decisions. Uh, 
but they didn't they didn't give themselves a, a fighting chance to even defend the decisions that they made from putting the cop in the trunk to you know whatever the gas station guy could have said about yo he pulled the gun out on me he could spin that any way he wants to this kid when they're like yo a kid that seen you guys took your picture uh he shot a cop did you guys influence him to do that they're like no but like this is all perspective. Like it looks like you did, mm-hmm. you know. So they they didn't give themselves a fighting chance and just the shit that they were going through. They hit a guy with a car, you know. Like it's like, yo. I, uh, before we get out of here, I, I got do want to ask y'all this, yo. Early in the early in the movie, she made a decision. She said, "Yo, let's let's run." And he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to run." But like they ended up running. Okay. Should, yo, sh- should women kind of naturally, like, in just in just moments where we're just unsure, should women kind of fight that, like, urge to kind of control the situation if there's a man involved and kind of put the, just kind of put the responsibility on him? Should they? To make a decision? Or No. Well, this goes back to a book I read recommended by Omar called The Way of the Superior Man. (laughs) And in the book, it says that women, they are natural nurturers Uh and they are looking for a man to lead. Uh You know, that way they can sit back and relax in that that nurturing aspect. Uh, When they don't trust a man is when they take on that masculine side of things. And that's what we saw. She entrusts him. She's taking on the masculine side of things. So she's stressed hey, fuck it, you know, fight or flight mode, this is straight fear talking, we gotta go, we need to do this, no, we're doing this, you know, so that's what I think it displays in it, so I don't think, I don't think anybody should, I don't, I don't think, uh, I I guess what I'm saying is like, yo, there's kind of a a natural ordinance that we kind of just understand for the most part in society, Mm -hmm. and if you are unsure about whether um, my my decision making is good right now, or your decision making is good right now, as a woman, I'm not saying you guys are speaking for women, but just as men, just you know, being aware of the situation, do you think it would have been best to just be like, you know what, I don't know what to do, you don't know what to do, let's just go with what you want, right? Kind of when we was talking with Pastor Ray, it's like who makes the final decision. Right? Should that final decision ultimately just come down to a man by default in situations like that? I think it depends on the type of man you are. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I would. I don't advise any woman to just trust any man. Yeah. Correct. That's their first date. So I think that was that was in writing of the film. That was great. That was great to put them in a very difficult situation uh-huh. like that to where it's like, yo, I don't really know you. You don't really know me. Because you're saying, like, we don't know what to do. Right. That's not necessarily true. She knew what to do, and he knew what to do. He just decided right, to do right, what right, she right, felt right. like she knew right, what to right, do. Right. Facts. Like, whether it was the right decision Facts. or the wrong decision, she was stern in how she felt what they should do, and he was as yeah. well. Yeah. And what you're talking about what in reference to Pastor Ray is if we're in this together, we've already decided we do trust each other, and you do trust my leadership Who's the, who gotcha. Who do you take from there? Yep. They hadn't established that yet. Yep. So in that, I think the best thing to do, if y'all both just know y'all don't trust each other, just go your separate ways. Go your separate, go ways. Your separate ways, straight you up. Do, you do what you do, and I do what I do. Because mm-hmm. me personally, me personally, to just talk about his character, his character, if I was him, I would have been like, hey, yo, you know what? And I would have told her, yo, you know what, baby? 
You go do your thing. I'm the one who shot this guy, so I'm going to stay here. Matter of fact, if you want to leave, let me take a picture of your leg so I can see, show you that they shot him. Because he don't know about the car camera yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would have showed up later. Auto. Yeah. He don't, he don't know about the car camera yet. Right, right. But I would have stayed. Yeah. Me personally, I would have stayed. Because I'm a firm believer in making the next best decision. Me shooting him wasn't the best decision, but it was the decision that got my life saved. Right? right? Yep. right. So I was like, okay. Now, because I what's next, I, what's next? Yeah, I got to sit here. I got to. I got to. I got to deal with. I got that. to. Even if I got to stay the night. What was it? Friday night. Yep. Even if I got to stay the weekend in jail for them to figure this out. Like I got to do what I got to do. But Where I'm not going to go on the run. Where you sitting though? You sitting in the cop car? Or you sitting on the ground outside? Oh, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm, sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting on the ground outside the car. I'm it's just, cold. It's I'm freezing. Not, you're not oh, sitting you're, on. I'm not, not cold no more. Cop car I killed somebody. No you guys are crazy. Yeah, you're not cold no more. It's not even a cold. It's cold. I just killed somebody. Now you I'm cold. cold blooded. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not cold no more. I'm, I'm gonna sit there and I'm. I'm away. I'm away, bro. And and I, I felt like I felt like he kept trying to go down the transition. I want to do the right thing. Even after they left, I gotta go to my dad's house. Like I gotta. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta go home. Hey, what, what, hold on. What, what would you guys wait for though? The police. Or you to call the police. Or I'm saying, but, but you got to call them, right? Yeah. They, yeah they're yeah. not just going to pull up. Well, yeah, call them. Call them away. You know, you, you take his walk in. Hey, hey yo. Hey, hey homie dad. Hey. I just smoked him. Niner, niner. <laughs> no. Nah, I would have I called the police and, you know, then they would have came and they would have arrested me and then we would have went from there. They got, they, then just like, just like on the news, they seen what happened on the camera. The fact that they ran made it seem like, yeah. More yeah. happened than what you guys are saying. Yeah. Why'd yeah. you guys run? That's yeah. always a question. Why'd you guys run? Yeah, yeah, but given the circumstances and, you know, just kind of like the, you know, just how it is, you know, like how she spoke about cops, it was like a gang. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, you have all them cops out there for two people. You know, they're, they're being named armed and dangerous. Like, the cops are going to come in like, yo, regardless of what happened, you killed someone. You know what I mean? They wasn't armed and dangerous until they left. They wasn't armed and dangerous. But no, just, but I'm, they wasn't armed and dangerous until they fled the scene. If you flee, I'm, if I see, if I know somebody got killed and they and they flee the scene, they're criminals. Armed, yeah, you're armed and dangerous. You're armed and dangerous. Yeah, like that's just what you are. Even but if notice. if you if I pull up, I see somebody's dead, and I see you sitting there, I'm gonna be like, okay, what happened here? No, put your hands on your head first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you still got your life. Like when you flee, there's there's only one way out of that. Like, and that's what the the foresight wasn't clear enough to understand that aspect. Nah, of man, the we get we get killed for less. Yeah, I you understand. What but what I'm saying is, if we keep driving that narrative that hey, even when we do something bad, I mean, even if we do something and it wasn't bad, we still got to run as if we did something bad. That's what the result is going to be. Yeah, we have to stay rooted in our decision. Yo, I didn't make a bad decision. But that's I, I'm not. I hear you, but that's even but maybe like he gave her too much power though because he did. That, he gave her too much power because that's that's the that's the thought process. But she said, "Nah, if you stay, they're gonna kill you. You know, or they, if you stay, your like your life is over." Something that's you know just saying? like that, that is like when we're in a group, right? Say we're in a group, and then we see someone running. We see a group of people running. What do we do? We run with them. Survival. Every every time, you know, like it's 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 straight survival. Mode. I see what you did there. That's still for safety, okay? Because if you run, you could be running away from something that could hurt us. But in that, I, they were running for safety, though. Nah, they were running for presumptive safety. Okay, real quick, real quick. All three, all of us, 
what's one reason you would recommend for someone to go watch Queen and Slim? I would recommend going to see Queen and Slim um, for a perspective on the black experience. You know, I think they did a good job on a, you know, potential like life-threatening ex- mm-hmm. experience. Um, and I think that, that, you know, color, color removed, everyone can relate to. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, I think the, the black experience in this movie is great, especially sometimes when people just like, oh, you know, well, what did you do to get this cop to act this way? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about in other states, but in, in California, especially in Los Angeles, the side of a police car says to protect and serve. Mm-hmm. So that's what's ingrained in the people, right? So when you hear something happened to somebody that a cop did, it's like, well, what did he do? Because the cop's job is to protect and serve. Yeah. So there's no way he could have did, so, did something to you. This movie is a great depiction of no matter what you do, if this cop wants to implement his forcefulness on you, you can't do anything about it. You just can't. And he just acted that way simply because of his skin color. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend this movie because... I would recommend people go see this movie if you're into black love adventures, right? Because as you guys, you know, alluded to all all episode, you know, it is a love story and it's a black love story and it's full of our own adventures where it be our black experiences with the cops or how we party, right? And how we get down. And um, I think we could all, even though it ends terribly, which I was reminded of when we watched it, this time that why I haven't went back to rewatch it, um, it still makes you feel good. It still makes you feel good until the ending, of course. Yeah. And even the ending gives you a bittersweet, but you felt good throughout the movie, you know, about their initial link up and how they were able to build their relationship over the course of four days to be in love and go through all that adventure. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. Uh, I think that people should go watch the movie um, to be reminded that, you know, we can go further if we work to- together, right? As black people, as long as we um, support each other and 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 look out for each other and really focus on uh, uniting, then we can go further. But the minute we decide to do our own thing or be our, a single link, um, you know, a lot of a lot of things can go wrong, right? That shows up time and time again throughout the movie, like we talked about throughout the journey. A lot of black people were helping them, and then at the end, someone betrayed them, and that's kind of a just a microcosm of you know our society. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we just the movie did a great job of reminding us that yo, like, hey, if we want to go far and if we want to be able to just have longevity and, and be safe, then we need each other. Otherwise, we're going to have no shot. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was, that was a good message right there. But, Absolutely. But that's all we got. That's all the time we got, y'all. Appreciate Wes for joining us. Yeah. Blessing the couch, man. Thank Finally. you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, Wes, yeah, where, where can they find you on Instagram or socials? Um, you can find me online every place at Wes Good, W-U-Z-G-O-O-D. Um, 
yeah, I'm on everything. All right, appreciate you guys for tapping in with us. Uh, make sure you guys are keeping up with us on all social platforms. That's Nicely the Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter. Patreon, Twitter, all that. So please make sure you tap in. Let us know what you thought in the comments. Make sure you're following us. Follow Jalan <laughs> at just.jalan, Omar, Omar.Bowden, and myself at Duke. Uh, tap in with us next week. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. I'm Wes. What's good? Armstrong. And this is another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that on that. Peace. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road to rest get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, pleasure allegiance, I stand. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.